This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. On the channel, we feature podcasts, interviews, and content on all sorts of subjects, with shows released, recorded, or scheduled on various different things, including mental health, football, films, TV, serial killers, wrestling, music, conspiracy theories, and more. We have a weekly series on football, which is the Andy Campbell Championship Show, where we discuss the latest news and results from the football world and focus on the championship Results. We've also got uh, a brand new unscripted, uncensored show with UFC star Brett Johns, as well as interviews with former BBC and ITV journalist Anna Brees. And uh, me and Danny Batten reviewed UFC 245 for our MMA series. Today on the podcast with no name, I'm joined by Jamie, who you remember from the previous shows. And uh, we we're last the last episode, we focused on the Joker and today we're uh, going to talk some ter- the Terminator series and the new film and uh, the Black Widow film, uh, Black Widow trailer, which dropped recently. Um, and that's about it because the, the, there's about 16 billion Terminator films. So we'll there's a lot. Have a little chat about them, but we'll mainly focus on the the new one. Um, how are you, Jamie? You okay, mate? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm all right take two now isn't it because we just yeah. we got going and then we just my laptop just went poop don't want to play don't want to play and i've just realized i've lost all my notes about the uh about the black widow trailer which is also handy so i'll have to do that off the top of my head um this is great I, <laughs> it always happens when you like feeling a bit under the weather yeah things happen but yeah um so obviously this week, um, there's just a few rumblings, as it were, that um, they're going to bring in oh, what's his name, Doctor Doom, Doom. in uh, Black Panther Two, and probably Storm as well, which I think 
I, people kind of expect in Storm, I think. But Doctor Doom's an interesting one, and I hope, I hope they build him up as like a really like formidable body, and they yeah. kind of take it over a few films at least. I'd like, I'd rather them build him up. I'd rather him not really be in it that much, and them kind of build him up as the big villain for like this kind of phase of films. Yeah, even if he's not going to be like the big sort of Thanos, big yeah for like all the Avengers to take on like I wouldn't mind him being like an overarching kind of villain for a few few of the shows because you know like in the cartoons and that he's you know he is like he's in a lot of you know he's in a lot of episodes and he you know he's he feuds with Captain America he feuds with Black Panther and he's he's not sort of com- confined to one character is he no no but uh, so, see, I thought they were going to do um, oh, what's their version of Aquaman uh, Namor yeah I thought that was going to be the Black Panther well I think he uh, is good I, think, I don't know how they'll work it so maybe because they that's what they said wasn't they that it was going to be um, Namor so maybe they'll kind of do it as Namor and they will just introduce Doctor Doom yeah, as kind of like the, he might just be a you know like a character, and they'll build him up that way, which I think could be good. Um, I guess it depends what they want to do with the characters and stuff. Like Storm's got to come into it, I think. Like that. Was, oh yeah, that was like a, a, a given. No, no-brainer. And then I got to thinking like how they could bring in the other characters from Fox into the MCU and stuff like that, and I think. I'd quite like to see them bring in Wolverine the same way they did in the comics where they did the Wolverine versus Hulk uh, comic and they kind of come across each other in Canada, I think it is. Yeah. I think that could be quite cool where they um, sort of do that in a film version because I've seen the animated version of that and that's really good. So I think if they do that, that could be a pretty good way to do it. Um, who would you like to see, you know, like... Um, like who else would you like to see come in and where? Well, like there's so many possibilities of Doctor Strange because if he's going to do the multiverse of madness, you can introduce everyone. Because you could stream it. If he's going through a multiverse, you could pop in for all the films, really, couldn't he? Like at some point in the timeline. So you could put like someone in there. But before we got cut off, Wolverine in Spider-Man that'd be pretty cool then I was like maybe he could be have like an experiment now in Black Widow the Russians are doing even though he's American but do you know like, like it could yeah. be like an experiment for Wolverine and that's how they get well like in the X-Men film they uh, in one of the X-Men films when they did like flashbacks and he was in like World War 2 and stuff wasn't yeah. he so like you could, could have captions. him in, like in the Cold War and he could yeah. be like captured or something like that. There's there's ways to do that, and especially because with Black Widow, it's not going to be set in one time. It's like over a few different timelines. Yeah, in sort of times in history, like you could kind of do it without it being like a a major was, part of the film. It could be more reading, of a drag, like a like the plot as such that they're trying to decipher from it and it's Black Widow is in is her looking back from 
the events after Civil War. And she has to go back and look at what happened in her life after that. So it's, it's really weird because, well, we'll talk more later, I think. So. Well, we'll go on. We'll go on to that now. No, right what, um, what I think is they'll, um, I think that what they'll do is it's set, so the film's set in between uh, Civil War and Infinity War. So at the end of Civil War, obviously Black Widow is on the run. And you see, yeah. um, you see Thunderbolt Ross in the trailer, so I think it's gonna. But you also see him as a younger version of him chasing her. Yeah. Um. Obviously, when back in the day, so I think they're gonna kind of show that like parallel to each other, like him sort of hunting her down before he brought her on board or whatever, and then also after Civil War. And what they might do is they might start the film that he's captured her. And then she's kind of going through her life story, if that makes yeah. sense. I know what you're saying. It's like then you flick to the film and you go through all the different sort it's of It's kind of like she's been interrogated and he's asking her what's gone on in her life, sort of thing. Like, And then you, like, so in the trailer, you've got, um, I think it's Yelena, I think her name is, which is played by Florence Pugh. And um, I, do you think she's going to be the new Black Widow going forward? Or do you I think, think so? Do you? Or do you think they're going to find a way to bring her back somehow? Um, I don't know. Like, I would like to see uh, Scarlett Johansson back. But if they do go down that road, it wouldn't be so bad either because she looks just as cool anyway, doesn't she? Like, the trailer footage was amazing. I wasn't overly excited for another prequel. But yeah, I know, this I know one looks so cool. That's the thing. I'm not like a huge fan of prequels in general. I don't no. like them. So no. it was going to have to do a bit more for me to win me over. But the trailer, I thought was really good. Um, I'll be very, very disappointed if there's no Hawkeye. Because I think whenever anyone has yeah. said over the years, like, do a Black Widow film, everyone's wanted that, that Budapest. That's what they want is a Hawkeye and Black yeah. Widow Budapest story. And there's a lot of footage of Budapest in the trailer. Yeah. If it's going to be set over like a few different sort of timelines, if you like, of her, there's going to be some of her, like how she was trained and the ballet school and all, you know, all that type of thing. But then you're going the to have room. also... Is it the, yeah, yeah, the, the red, red room, room in it? Yeah. And then you're also going to have her on the run in present day or like near enough present Whatever day. Whatever day it is, yeah. And then you're also going to have probably a story in the middle where she's teaming up with Yelena and the Red Guardian. Um, I'm, they didn't call him Captain Communist. Like, that would be so cool. Yeah, I just don't think they... Uh, they, they might. I just, they might. Do you know what? They might make a joke of it and say yeah. it like in passing. Or, you know, like sometimes in the Netflix, in, I think it was Daredevil um, Series 1, when uh, Patsy's, like they were like looking at costumes and there was one which was like similar to a comic book costume yeah. and then Jessica Jones it was sorry and uh, Jessica Jones says like a couple of different nicknames like yeah. messing about and then mentions her comic book name so they might kind of do it like that sort of thing I think but um I saw like, and I like David Harbour as well he's cool yeah, he like really Hellboy cool. is really good I don't understand why people didn't like it. Well, see, my, my problem with it is 
that I really, really liked Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Yeah. So it was, I found it difficult to, even though I really liked uh, the actor, I just found it difficult because I really liked the original Hellboy, Hellboy films. Um, I saw loads of people like going, oh, Marvel, uh, like fat shaming again. And I was like, they're not. They're not like at all. And I, and like, like when me, you and Reese discussed Endgame and like Reese, I think it was Reese. It might be me or me or you. I can't remember. But one of us said that we didn't like the way, I think it was Reese said he didn't like the way they had done Thor in Endgame, not because he was fat and that sort of thing, but he didn't like the fact that they made the PTSD comic relief. Whereas, and I said, we're in Iron Man 3. Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. did an amazing job with it. Yeah. Like the acting and the PTSD and that side of it. And, but then Endgame was such a heavy film after you needed Infinity that War. Relief. You needed it, didn't you? And I thought it was really good. I thought it was funny. Um, and I don't, don't buy into this kind of like, oh, Marvel no, fat, fat shaming people. It's like fucking... Grow up in it. Yeah, get grip them. Too many times people, people on the wanna, internet. Well, they just want to like complain about everything like they just don't understand people. it they voted tory just craziness mate they're just like well i don't i did i not get into politics mate. no 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 not today no i can't be bothered We're talking mate, what i will say about it is they're all liars they're all cheats and they're all full of shit and i find it very difficult to go and vote for any of them because they're just they're all for shit. Yeah, they, none of them give a shit about us. So it's like you That's picking, why I watch films. Yeah, you're picking the worst of picking the worst of a bad bunch. Like it's just yeah. Until there's someone decent to vote for, is I find it really difficult to motivate myself to vote because I just think. Oh, well, same. Like, don't like yes. any of you. You're all yes, all exactly the same. And if you look at their policies, they're all pretty much the fucking same as all. Right. Anyway. So yeah, like obviously Budapest has been referenced in a couple of the Avengers films, um, and they referenced it again in Endgame, and in that final trip to yeah. Formir and stuff. Um, and that's knowing Marvel, that's probably not a coincidence because they it's, didn't they didn't need to bring it up again because they'd mentioned it a couple of times in previous films. They like they were going to do Yeah. So I tend to think if they were going to do something with it, they'll probably do something with it. And even if Hawkeye's not in it, it might be like she gets into like a load of trouble in Budapest and then he kind of comes in with S.H.I.E.L.D. and rescues her or helps her out at the end of it. Yeah, um, I go with that. But they did a really good job of de-aging uh, William Hurt in the when he's the younger version because I had to double they've, take to see if it was a different actor. They've got that spot on now. Well, you look at the way they de-aged him and they've de-aged some of the other characters throughout all the Marvel films and you look at The Irishman on Netflix. I was just saying, have you seen The Irishman? I haven't watched it all. But I, I think that the, 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 the not, not all the CGI, but the, some of the de-aging CGI, I think is not very good. Um, but I think the reason it's not very good, is not that it's not amazing what they can do, but I think it's like they haven't referenced... Uh, like De Niro and the others when they Pacino. were younger. Yeah, in like in films they were in when they were younger, 
they've just de-aged them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know you see. Well, whereas they should have went back to like Raging Bull. Yeah, and Casino and Scarf, stuff and like that. And I'm expecting to see them looking like that, whereas they just look, they look like, whereas well, you get older, you get a bit wider, don't you? Just your head gets wider yeah. and everything. And if you just de-age someone, they don't look the same as they did because when they were younger because they've changed it shape. It doesn't them. help, though, that because we've seen them younger. Yeah. I it think... Doesn't, I, go on. I, like, that, that doesn't help. But I still like the look of it. Yeah, I mean, I've really seen a part of it at the moment, the Irishman, so I can't comment fully. fully. But I'm, from what I've seen, I think it would have been better if they, for the younger versions, they had cast other actors and then had just had them play from like 50 upwards. Yeah, because when they were really old, they played, they did it really well. When they were their own age, obviously they did it really well. But like, there was a couple of scenes where like when he was beating the shopkeeper up, he just didn't have the same verve as he did. No. Like Goodfellas and stuff like that. And it's no fault of his. It's just because he's... He's an old man. 70, like. He's an old man. Um, But that's not to say I didn't like it, and I haven't finished watching it yet. It's just just very long. I would would have rather they... It is long. Like four or five episodes of like 45 minutes or an hour. And I think people would have... Because I've seen a lot of people slating it on social media and I think a big part of that is that it's like a really really long film whereas if they broke it up into five hours of five episodes you got that a bit of extra storytelling and I think people would have really really like raved about it but yeah we'll we'll, okay. re- we'll review it on the next uh, you went super once you watched it watch yeah um, I love it yeah so back to Black Widow it's um yeah you get a lot of Budapest there's Budapest stations in it as well you've got the young Gen- General Ross Ross you get introduced to Yelena who's played by Florence Pugh who I think I agree with you I think she'd be a really good Black Widow um and it's weird isn't it because like you've got her and you've got the Kate Bishop character coming in the TV show yes by the time they do Avengers in I think it's 2024 because they announced it recently didn't they that yes there is, is an Avengers. It's yeah. called the New Avengers, I think I saw. I don't know yeah. if that's confirmed, but... Um, They're keeping tight lip with it, innit? but it's obviously leaked. Well, the thing is, when you look at that Avengers roster and you look at what they're doing with like Black Widow and Hawkeye and... It's Young Avengers. Who's, who's going to be in it? Who's in this initial ro- like roster of Avengers? Probably Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Maybe the Hulk. But I Doctor think Hulk... Strange. Doctor Strange. I think Hulk will be like the, the I Nick, think Nick Fury type Doctor thing Strange I do. could be the new leader. Well, I wanted them to do Illuminati. I did. I thought that would be, and that would have That'd been be a way. Cool. I thought that was a way to have, to keep Tony Stark, obviously before they killed him off. Yeah. I thought that would have been a good way to keep Tony Stark alive, but not have him to do, he didn't need to do Iron Man films. He didn't need to do <laughs> Avengers films. He could just be like in charge sort of thing. Yeah. Um, because you know, Nick Fury, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is like 75 or something. You know, they've yeah, he's a done lot well. Of the actors are, are very, you know, they're getting on a bit. Um, so you can see why they're starting to position these younger, younger characters, but equally, I think I do think they need to be careful in that when that new Avengers film comes, if it's a complete 
the new roster, people might turn off a little bit from it because they've grown to love all these characters. But I guess it'll depend on how much... how good a job they do now telling all these stories and they've got the Disney plus yeah. TV shows, which helps. Well, um, that's a lot of the fades and other TV shows. So that's cool. But um, like, well, you have the guardians back with them. Like it depends who's going to be like the big bad, doesn't it? I suppose. Yeah. And they're on about changing, you know, some of the guardians as well, which I think there's, there's, I could see why they'd want to do that because there's some really interesting characters that they can bring in like Adam Warlock and a few others. Um, one thing I did read, which I found really interesting and I was quite excited about is that they're going to do an agents of sword on, um, it's probably going to be on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. I but um, I think if they do that, that's great. Cause that way agents of sword and then use that to launch all those, relaunch all the Netflix series onto Hulu, um, providing they don't recast and they use all the actors from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because they, you know, they, they've done a lot of stuff in space, so it's so easy to, to write yeah. that at this last series of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now to like leave it, not on a cliffhanger, but like just finish it where we're, you know, or Agents of Shield is dead, but we're gonna we're gonna have to protect the Earth from space kind of yeah. thing. Um, I think the only Netflix characters I'd recast is probably, even though I liked him, I'd probably recast. Luke Cage. I, uh, uh, no, I, I, I keep Luke Cage. I'd re- recast Iron Fist characters, yeah. even though I actually really like him, um, and I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't, but I keep Daredevil because bis- he's class. From a business point of view, I think so many people didn't like him that I think they probably do need to recast him. Um, but like, The Punisher was just epic. It's like my that's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. He um, is the main protagonist of a game I just finished, Ghost Recon um, Breakpoint. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's the main protagonist. Walker, really good game. If for uh, anyone who's uh, like PlayStation Four and. Uh, they don't want to listen to reviews. I very much enjoyed that. I like the Ghost Recon games anyway, so. All right, cool. But um, yeah, like, and like, you've got, so you've got like Daredevil, you've got uh, all the Defenders, you've got the Punisher, you've got the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who can become Agents of S.W.O.R.D. Then you've got Ghost Rider, and then you've got that, the ones yeah. like, which are on like Amazon Prime, what's it? It's, um, uh, I remember the name. Not not light and dark. Um, I remember the names of them. I remember but, um, there's, there's that a new photo and there's the because it was Liz Hurley's boobies on the poster, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, did she got his boobies?" I remember. I remember it. It'll come back to me in a minute. Yeah, probably be halfway from something else. Oh, this that. Yeah, but they've got that, and they've got the Runaways on. I think that's on Hulu anyway. Um, so they've got like a good basis to have like a, a TV universe. And then because of they're bringing in the TV on Disney plus all everyone's ever, ever wanted is the, to, to see like the daredevil and agents of shield mixing with the films. And then yeah. you, you don't even need to mix them with the films. Now you can bring them in in the TV shows on Disney plus, And I think people will be happy with that. 
because the production uh, value yeah, of Disney Plus so is amazing. Cloak like and the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, yeah, I say Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> um, the product, the production value of the Mandalorian is amazing. Yeah, it's and you li- there's little films like forty minute films, like really good. And when you think if you've got all those characters, then you're bringing in She Hulk and Moon Knight, um, and then the the X Men, yeah, like the the like the the X Men characters who are not necessarily going to be on the main X Men team, or like um, War Machine, you could have him do like some crossover. There's so much potential for it. You could do like a Red Hulk thing. You could do I, what I would really like to see, and I think it's a bit random, and I think it's unlikely to happen is the um, Agents of Smash. I'd love to see like a TV show or a film of that. Just like, um, so you'd have like She-Hulk, Red Hulk, Hulk, and then you have the other couple. And I just think that could be really interesting on Disney Plus because you could do that in a way where it doesn't need to go to Hulu because there's a cartoon of it. Yeah. I just and- I just finished um, a comic, Old Man Logan. Yeah. That's really cool because... Basically, the Hulk's a hill, well, Hulk has like taken over part of America, like the Hulk lands and stuff. Mm. And um, he's got kids because he and he slept with his cousins, so little hillbillies. Mm-hmm. And it's really bizarre. Like, if if you like comics, people read Old Man Logan. Really cool. Isn't Old that Gold. what the Logan film was built, built uh, based on, though, or is it like a bit of a mixture of a couple of comics? It's a mi- it's a mixture of a couple of comics, but Old Man Logan is based on Logan. Uh, Logan is based on Old Man Logan, but the one I read, it had like Hillbilly Hulk and all in there. It was really cool because there's, there's also um, a Planet Hulk comic as well, which is supposed to be really cool. Yeah, I've I've read that Planet Hulk because you got like um, it goes Planet Hulk and then World War Hulk, and yeah. so basically. Planet Hulk, the the Illuminati can't control the Hulk, so they shoot him off into space. He like goes to a planet Scar, has to fight in the thing like in uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, and then he kind of takes over and he gets married, and then he comes back, and then World War Hulk is him coming back because Tony Stark and the Illuminati launch a missile at his planet or the moon or something, and it kills his one of his sons. And then he comes back in World War Hulk, and I think this that would. Probably, this show should probably be the Marvel show at the minute because oh, we're I talking know. a lot of Marvel. I know we only got to Terminator, yeah. I can't yeah, help it. Terminator. We just talk Marvel now, then. Yeah, I could. Start, I'll say I could do it all time, mate. And the, th- the other thing is because I don't, because um, Reese is having a bit of a hiatus as well from conspiracy theory shows. I don't. I normally speak to him about Marvel like regularly as well. Yeah. So like. I've had no Marvel conversation other than with my kids, and they're they're, <laughs> they're, they're boring. But um, yeah, because so I'm going to pull Ragnarok again. And this I know. My, if my, if my you second did, favorite film, if you do like Hulk, Agents of Smash as a TV on Disney Plus, you could have like two seconds. If you know what I mean? Three, three, a trooper. Trooper. Why? Huh? Okay. Oh, she's asking you about Star Wars stuff. Oh, oh, Ray, okay. No, Ray. Ray. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, Ray. Mm-hmm. I love Ray. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, if you did Agents of Smash as a as a, like a Disney Plus show, you'd have Hulk, Red Hulk, 
She-Hulk, which you could launch, you could cross them over initially with like the She-Hulk TV show. Yeah. Um, A-Bomb, uh, Scar, and then the baddie in it is the leader who's already been, who was in the original yeah. Hulk film. Do you know what I mean? And that could be, I just think that would be, it would be expensive. So I think you could have to do it like a three-part kind of TV show, TV show, which is like the culmination of She-Hulk or maybe something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think, I wonder if they, you know, with the rights thing with the Hulk where they can't do the film, uh, like well, a solo film. I wonder if they can do solo TV show. Maybe. I, I don't think it'll be long before they've got the rights back again. Yeah, because it doesn't would. look like Universal will be making no, a they Hulk wouldn't, they're not make soon. it. Do you know what, though? If they did, do you know what? It, people would just think it's like a, you know, like, so when I was looking at the Terminator films on Amazon uh, over the last week and stuff, that when Terminator, I think it was when Salvation came out, they, they released a film called The Terminators, which is like, it's not like a parody in like a comedy type way. It's just they brought, it's like pretty much the same story as the original Terminator. It's really weird. But like people would think that that's what the Hulk film would be unless Marvel co, co-produced it. Produced it. It's, it's like um, when Guardians come out, the Russians then like their own version of the Guardians. And it's really this? weird. Yeah, it's really weird. I'll, I'll find it for you and I'll send it to you. It's really strange. Look at that. My friend in work watched Dan, and he said it was really good. But it's like, look at it's, it's like a Drax. It's weird. I'll, I'll find it, and I'll send it, yeah. send it over. We'll have to review that for a, for a bit of fun. Yeah. So, um, go on then. We'll move on to the Terminator franchise. We're going to generally talk about the new one. But um, just in terms of, did you watch all of them? I, I, I can't watch after three, to be honest. I've watched so, the new one. But like... After three, I can't do it. Like they're bad. Well, they're not so, bad, but because no, 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 because I know they're not canon. Yeah, like, they can't. Yeah, it's like what well, was the point in them then? So, I'm. I think I'm different to everyone else. Like my my order of like the ones which I like the best. I the Terminator Two is the best. Well, Doc is the best one. Terminator Two is the best. Then I'd say I think I like the new one. Then Terminator One, then Terminator Genesis. I really like Terminator Genesis. I watched it again today. See, people hate it, but I actually yeah. really like it because I think with that they at least tried to make sense of the mistakes that the other films had kind of pissed all over. The problem is with them; they snowballed, and it just—it didn't stop. But you and know, you if like... you know, like if you'd gone Terminator One, Terminator Two, Terminator Three, and then Terminator Genesis. That would have been fine. That would have been fine. Because it, it would have made need, sense. It didn't need the others. Salvation was just terrible. It's I get bad. what they were trying to do. Like, they were trying to tell the story from, like, they were trying to do, like, a Matrix 3 type thing where you're telling the story of the actual war rather than the build-up to it. On about Matrix, off-topic, have you seen they've announced John Wick 4 and the new Matrix film is going to be released on the same day? Oh, Jesus Christ. Keanu Reeves is going to be loaded. Keanu Reeves Day. Yeah, I love the Matrix films. They're my favourite film franchise of all time. You, do you like the John Wick films? I do, yeah. Yeah. They, they, do, we yeah. should do, definitely do a show on John Wick films. Yeah, the Matrix 1, 
I've watched that so many times and I can always just watch it. It's the best film ever. I, I can tell you the first time I watched The Matrix, it was New Year's Eve, 1999, before we went into the Millennium. Oh, madness. Yeah. See, I went to the Millennium Stadium in 1999 and I left at like nine o'clock because I couldn't get served. And I just, it just could be bothered. Like it just, we went next door to walkabout. We, um, Spent all that money on tickets to see the Manic Street Manics, creatures in yeah. the stadium and on New Year's Eve. We couldn't get served because it was just the queues were ridiculous. They only had a small amount of bars open. And like me and my friend Steve, we were like, clever. We'd bought some like stuff with us. But like the group of people here, no one could get a drink. Like, and it's like, well, we're we going to queue here drink, and then like... buy like two drinks at a time. And it's just like, you know. So we ended up seeing the New Year in and walk about and then walking home from town. Nice. Wasn't I? I'm not a fan of New Year anyway. Nah, it's so, crap, man. Back to the fucking podcast, yeah, Jim. I know, sorry. So Terminator, Terminator One. Um, we're not going to spend too long on these. No. Um, what do you like about it? What didn't you like about it? Um, what I liked about it was the whole concept of it. Like for its time, it was amazing, brilliant sci-fi film. Like the fact that what timeline we in, like. Ooh, <laughs> like, the, are, um, we, are we in the past? Are we in the future? Are they the, like, it was, that really confused me at the time. And I was like, that's cool. And then as it went along, and like the picture and the picture, and you're like, oh, this is really neat. And the, I loved um, it. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's really good. I like that that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger starts off as a baddie as well. I yeah. think that was a good twist for the time. Because I remember, like, when I first watched it, obviously it wouldn't have been 84. It would have been, like, probably in the 90s sometime. Yeah. You're expecting Arnold Schwarzenegger to be the action hero who saves the day. And he's not. But um, it was way ahead of his time in terms of, like, you look at it now and the special effects look terrible. But it's, like, 25, 30 years later. And... It's a film that stand, stood the test of time, though, because people still love watching it. Like, I, I watched. I watch them every now and again. If I'm, if, if I go out a spare couple of hours in the afternoon, I'm like, what can I watch? Terminate. Terminate they're on, or, like, they're just fun films, aren't they? So nice. I was planning to watch all of them back to back. Not back to back, but like all of them over a couple of days. And I just couldn't get around to it because I was, I've been, like I said to you, trying to record a load of yeah. podcasts over the last couple of weeks ready for Christmas so like I just couldn't get around to it but I think I am going to start tonight from number one and I'm going to watch all of them because I do enjoy watching franchises like all of them back to back I've watched the Fast and Furious back to back I've watched White Collar Hooligan back to back I've just I just enjoy like that long long story storytelling yeah I can't tell you how many times I've watched the MCU from start to finish for the John Wick what else? I don't even have a look at my, my collection. Uh, all the X-Men films, all the DC films. Like, I, I like watching stuff that is all connected and yeah, has its place. Yeah, it's like a long-term story, you know? Yeah. I'm inve- I like getting invested in things like um, Hot Tub Time Machine 1 and 2. Love them. In um, the- Terminator 1 and 2, I thought... Um, uh, the boy, John Connor boy, um, oh, wasn't it Edward Furlong? I Edward think Furlong. he really, really, uh, his acting is superb and he makes, he really makes the story, like he makes you believe the story, like you yeah. can believe that he's kind of scared and 
Um, so yeah, like, so the basic premise of it is that they, John Connor is Sarah's future daughter. Um, and he, they, they send someone back to kill her because he leads the, the hero of the resistance. Um, but they also send someone back, which in one of the later films, you actually see the moment that they send the back. But yeah. Um, and then the person. That was, that was a cool bit. Like, it that was, was wasn't really it? Cool. Yeah. And the person they send back ends up falling in love with Sarah. She gets pregnant and he's the dad of John Connor, which is like a bit of a mind, mind fuck. Um, he saves her late in the film and like she, you know, he dies and she lives and, and the film finishes off after they've sort of defeated the Terminator. The Carl Reese has died. She's pregnant and she's, like hardened because she starts off as a waitress. And that's what I really liked about the first one is that she starts off really feminine. Uh, she's like a waitress yeah. and she's like quite young and she's sort of got very feminine kind of personality and traits. And, she, and then by the end, of, yeah, yeah, the film. yeah, as you would by all the people dying and stuff. Um, and then Terminator 2, which came out, I didn't realize it had come out 11 years later. So, yeah, I mean there was a big gap between them, but I suppose these days they can churn James out. James Cameron, do you know James Cameron though? He likes to wait. He, he does, doesn't yeah. like he doesn't rush a sequel. But the thing is, these days you can churn out like a blockbuster sequel in a couple of years, can't you? Whereas it's all there, green, like it's all effects. CGI and stuff yeah. now, and so you only need the actors because they've almost filmed filming uh, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad now, and he, and James Gunn was off. It's just mostly the special effects and stuff now you're like oh wow that's yeah, mad so quick isn't it um so the second one john connor's living in uh, la with foster parents who he, he's like a teenager and he's uh you know he's not on the uh, mitch yeah he's like he's but you know he because his his mum's in a mental hospital because no one believes that they saved judgment day you know they've got no proof that what they're saying is true because it didn't happen no one believes him. She's in, nope. a, in a mental hospital. He's sort of going not off the rails. Well, he is, I suppose, because he's like stolen a bank card and he's in the arcade. A Terminator comes back to kill him or her or both. I forget. It's to kill him. Yeah, the second him, one is to yeah. kill him, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's the same sort of concept, but this time... The T-1000, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger, comes back and he's been reprogrammed by John Connor in the future to be a goodie. And I think this is where it really picks up um, because him, you know, you want Arnie as a goodie, even though it was a good twist in the first one. Yeah. But the, sorry, the T-800 is Arnie. The T-1000 is the liquid one. Liquid can, metal, yeah. And it can mimic, uh, it's got mimic, mimic polyalloy, which means it can... If it touches people, it kills them, but it can take their, uh, their face and shapes, shapeshift and stuff. Um, but then at the end of this one, you know, they, they destroy the, the T-1000, but then they also have to destroy Arnie to make sure none of the parts survive. Be used again. Because that's how Skynet is built in the future. It's from the, the leftover arm from Terminator 1. So at yep. this point, the storytelling is superb. The timeline is intact. The time travel storytelling is good. Everything makes sense. 
maybe a couple of plot holes in terms of time, the time travel here and there. But generally, it's good. And yep. Terminator, Terminator 2 is the best film in the franchise. Terminator 3, I think, is where it starts to go a bit down. Stinky. I do, I, I do like Terminator 3, but it's the weakest out of the trilogy. Um, it, was, it was like... It's I like, like when he... that they change it to a female. Uh, yeah. For a bit of variation, so it's not just yeah. the same story. That's the one criticism I have of one and two, is they're kind of the same story, just reversed yeah, Arnie's but... version, uh, Arnie's role, and it's the mum and not the son, and they are basically the same story. But go on, sorry, man. Like, I get him, but it, this they didn't need to make this one. I don't feel any. I, I just they could have missed this one and just waited a little longer, maybe. Yeah. Um, just, but they know people are biased, so. Yeah, people love it. Even even after yeah. Salvation, which was terrible, which is Terminator Four, people still like. I think I read Genesis made something like 144 billion or million or something yeah. stupid. Like they make money, so they're going to keep doing them. Um, and like I said, I don't think I they were anymore, though. I don't know because there was a. This, this was supposed to be the first of what three movies? The well, this one? is what I was going to say. So you had Terminator Three, which was set ten years later. Then after that, there's a gap, and then in two thousand, I think it's two thousand three. You had Terminator Salvation, was supposed to be the first of a trilogy, which was yeah. set in the future where the war's going on, and it ends in the third one with Skynet being defeated um, but after the f- they do the first one which is Terminator Salvation they cancel those two yeah. so then they do Terminator Genesis which is again supposed to kick off another trilogy which I think they really should have because they there was enough plot uh, questions to keep, going. to keep going and that's out of all of them that's why I really liked it like I want to yeah. know I want to know who sent Pops to save Sarah when she was a kid that yeah. really bugged me, and it's. It, I've tried like looking because they 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 made the what was planned to be the trilogy into a comic. To, but now I want to know who sent him. But now they've it does these films don't matter. They're still connected, but don't matter because they've been written out of canon with the new film. So it's like you made these films, and now they don't matter. Like, but they kind of. Like, whilst technically they're out of canon, really, so, like, in the new one... Uh, they're all... It's, like, they're loosely connected. It's a loose yeah, but, connection. But, like, you could say there's something changed, like, because they sent back Grace and they sent back the other uh, one to kill Danny in, yeah. the, like, in the newest one. So, so, so something changed. But, like, that happens with time travel anyway. And the, in the way that... The Terminator films do time travel. Is that if you change something in the future, uh, in the past, past the future changes, changes. This doesn't yeah. do like Marvel, where they switch off into different timelines. So really, you, pass, you could say that future, about you're like huh? you could say that about every film, couldn't you? You could say yeah, like you could find plot holes in time travel. In it. Like time travel is really hard to understand. It's not a case of going back. Yeah, it's it's not. A, but what I mean, James, is like, <sighs> if you think, so you had Terminator 1, 
And then with Terminator 2, yeah. because it's set directly after, it's not so bad. But then when you start going back to the time of one, two, or three, yeah, it's going to affect everything going forward. Like things are going to change in the future. So they are still yeah. canon. Okay. And they, yeah. do, you, do you see what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it just it it, it 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 like it keeps changing, but it's still part of the story because the story is that it's changing. If that makes sense, I know you're saying yeah. I'm um, with you. So yeah, it's right. So at the end of uh, Terminator Three, uh, John and Kate reach Crystal Peak, which is where the TX arrives by helicopter before it can attack the rebooted T one zero one arrives in a second helicopter. They love a helicopter crash um, into the TX, crushing it. And it's kind of like the same. There's very a lot of these Terminator films, whilst I enjoy them, there's a lot of like kind of samey stuff. Missiles, Be- Judgment Day, helicopters, robots. It's, it's, it's like it's a um, concept that works. So they don't yeah. like to, I, I suppose you don't want to change too much and move bits around in it, you know, yeah. when you know what works. But sometimes just move so it I around. Guess when you look Little at it, bit. when you look at it, Terminator One worked, Terminator Two worked. Yeah. Then they veer off from that concept. Terminator Three, mm. Terminator Four, <laughs> and do you see what I mean? Yeah, it's like once they veered off from that original concept is when they started having problems with what they were doing. Continuity. Yeah, and, and just the general quality of the yeah. films. I did like Terminator 3. I liked that they had a female Terminator because I felt like that was something they needed to do to make it different. Um, I don't even want to talk about Terminator Salvation because nah. I don't like it at all. However, I did like Christian Bale as John Reese. I will say that. I preferred him to the John Reese in Genesis. Christian Bale's brilliant, though. Yeah, like, he is awesome. We've talked about him before. Yeah. He's just so good. Right, Terminator Genesis. So I watched Terminator Genesis earlier today. Um, and I actually, now that I think about it, I think it's my third fa- third favourite of the series. I think I prefer it to the original one. Ooh. Controversial, I know. Can't, can't, yeah. Like, again, the de-aging, brilliant. Very, very good. Very so, good. It starts off, it's 2029, it's in the future. And you've got John Connor, he's leading the offensive. You see how he meets Kyle Reese as a child, like Kyle Reese as a child, and he saves him from a Terminator. And then you go to the moment, it's like the first couple of scenes, and you go to the moment where they're defeating Skynet, and then the Skynet send back Arnold Schwarzenegger to kill Sarah in the first film in 1984. And then you see him send Carl Reese back. And you're thinking, yep. wow, this is awesome to see it from the other side. But then just as Carl Reese is going into the time machine, the Skynet Terminator grabs uh, John Connor and he does something to him. You don't know what he's done. Yeah. And I thought that was a good twist because you're like, all oh, right, I didn't expect that straight away. And then I'm glad you go, you're more fresh, though, because I can remember a lot of this. Yeah, thing, so. I, watched, I literally watched yeah. it a few hours ago. So that's the only reason I can remember. So then when, so, so you, Kyle Reese is expecting to go back to 1984 
and then he's basically going to be the original Terminator where Sarah doesn't believe him. She's scared. She's very feminine. She's not battle-hardened. Hardened. Um, but when he gets there, she's hooked up with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's been reprogrammed, who saved her when she was a child. So everything, the timeline for the first two films changed because she didn't get rescued by Kyle Reese from Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. She gets rescued when she's a child and her dad dies and then she's brought up by the T-800 who's been reprogrammed, um, which I thought was a fantastic twist to how yeah. I wasn't expecting it. Um, and then they kind of go through it and then they go into the future, which again, it was like, I felt like it was close enough to the original concept that it was good but it was different in that they went to the future. Yeah, and I'm with you. It was like a modern day, because I think I've said before, I'm not always a fan of films set in the past. I prefer yeah. my films kind of set in present day, but, you know, it depends on the film, I guess. But um, so then they're in 2017 and Skynet's now, the timeline's been changed because Sarah was saved as a kid. And so John... So there wasn't Judgment Day, basically, from the yeah. second film. So there was no end of the world thing. And you don't get the rise of machines. So you don't get the nuclear war, uh, which was set by Skynet. So it's basically the end of Judgment Day 2, where they save the day. Judgment Day is avoided. And then it carries on from there. So they're in 2017. They see John who's when he was taken at the start of the film he'd been infused with the like these particles or whatever yeah. so he's like part machine part person and he's the baddie which again i thought all right that's, that's just, different. Know, something yeah. different because right, he's been built the only thing i there's like two ways to look at it in there there's like on one side and i can see why people criticized it the this aspect of it on one side you've got oh john connor's been built up as the hero for th five films and, and now he's, now you're, not, now he's not. the baddie. And it's yeah. kind of like, well, that was a waste of my time. But then on the other hand, it's like, well, oh, that's a nice change because it's always the same John Connor's savior. Like. Yeah, and I, I like, liked it. I, I, I keep going back to Star Wars. It's like, I'd like to see a, a switch on that, like Ray being the dark side and Kylo Ren being on the light. Just a switcheroo every now and again. Don't I'd like to see that. It. I haven't seen him. Don't spoil it. Oh, right. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen the new ones. Don't oh, spoil it. Just ruined it now, James. I'm never going to be able to watch them ever again. Yes, you will. You mm. don't even... I don't even know who they are. But yeah. Oh, right. Shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry, man. Sorry. Right. I, I haven't watched any of the, the newest lot. Like, I've watched the ones, like the original ones, that I've watched. I, the, you don't know, you don't the know who's on what site? No. I think I've watched... I've watched like the trilogy from when we were teenagers and I've watched the first one. I think it's called the new hope or something. A new hope. Yeah. The very first one of the most recent kind of reboots they did, but I haven't watched anything after that. I had to then. <laughs> Carry on. So, side, Cause you're on a roll. Yeah. And it's just, it's, and it's now not Skynet. It's called Cyberdyne and Genesis, which because the, the timelines changed, but John, is using his knowledge of all the technology in the future to to build it 
on the sly. And because it's 2017, everyone's connected to their phones and Wi-Fi and cars and everything's connected, which makes sense, which I liked because it's like, it's, it's, relevant. Bringing, it's bringing it up to date, like and yeah. relevant and stuff. Because um, we are all like, to our phones. Yeah, everyone's and connected to their phones. We've got and, smart houses now. <laughs> yeah. Not just smartphones. Well, uh, yeah, that's what they were saying is everything's connected to the house, the car. And it's so as soon as this Genesis program launched, they had the ability to do everything which they wanted to do in the original Judgment Day, which means then you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's Pops, because he's brought up Sarah, Sarah and uh, Kyle Reese who are, like, fighting John, basically. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, a super Terminator because he's infused with it. And then right at the end, they kind of defeat him. Arnold gets his upgrades to make sure oh, that no, so he's, he's no longer a T-800. He's, like, a T-800 with, like, the bits. liquid stuff and all this yeah. type of stuff. And it's really good. They got away. Like, they've, they've saved the day and they... And John and Sarah can be together with, because she, all through the film, she won't, she didn't tell him that John was their son because she didn't want Kyle to die. And she said, like, if I fall in love with you, then you'll die. Blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, it ends with her saying, oh, I can finally choose. And then there's a mid credit scene where actually Genesis survived. And then they cancelled yeah. it. And then they did like this Dark Fate, which is the new one. Well, I um, and what bugs me about it is, it is they they make it very clear someone sent Pops back to save Sarah, but you never yeah. find out who. Yeah. Like, because it obviously wasn't Kyle, because he would know. It obviously wasn't John, because why would know. he send Kyle to yeah. save her as an adult? So it's like, well, who was it then? And he was bugging me, and then it's I a shame. Was... Like it's it's bombed. Like because like, that's it's... like I feel like that's a good not cliffhanger, but like a pot a plot to reveal at a later date. Yeah, you leave it a couple of years, and then the appetite might be because it might be um like a cult um winner. Like it, films do that. They, like Shawshank Redemption, never good in the cinema. And then it's just got cult status now once it went out on home video and DVD and stuff. Yeah, there's a few like that, isn't there, who, which have it's, gone on to do that. Well, like Solo, the Han Solo film. People hated that. And once they watched it, they were like, oh, no, this is really good. And now they want, want to make Solo too. So, like, it does take a while, but it, I think it'll eventually get made, especially if James Cameron got anything to do with it. Yeah. So just before we move on to the new one, um, <clears throat> I pulled up a thing which was like six questions which come out of Terminator Genesis. So, like, which would have probably got answered. Um, so it was like, the first one was, how is there liquid metal in the alternate 1984? Because in the, in the, when they trap the Terminator in the room, it was. It's obviously a liquid Terminator, so the only way they can kill yeah. it is by dropping liquid on it to to melt it, yeah. basically. Um, so that was like quite an interest. You know, where did that come from? I guess you could say it came from Arnold because he's from the future. Maybe future. I don't know. Um, obviously, who said pops back to nineteen seventy three? Because you kind of don't find out. He rescues the young Sarah, brings her up, but you never find out. 
and it's skewed the whole timeline. Um, but it's never divulged. Um, yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a lot of like. Hopefully, they'll all get answered one day. Someone. So yeah. So the, the po- they say on this, the possible answer, it says, um, as we saw with Carl Reese's memories, once the time stream has been altered, the ripples instant, instantaneously yeah. start to form new memories in the people. Um, so if you're a time traveler, then you're not, you not only retain your old memories, but you also have them. You somehow manage to get the new memories. Of yeah. Yourself. Um, so we can assume that John Connor's transformation into the T3000 which gave Skynet a new strategy, uh, was, which was to kill Sarah Connor instead of John. Thus, that changed the rules of the game. This means that Kyle Reese or Sarah Connor herself at some point in the future could possibly have reprogrammed Pops and sent him back because they'd all have extra men- memories in the future, I guess, would be ah. what they're trying to say. But I don't know. Um Good fucking answer, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's not too bad, is it? Why did Skynet send still? Why did Skynet still send a T eight hundred back to nineteen eighty four? Because obviously, when Carl Reese goes back, expecting to find original Sarah, the T eight hundred, the original Arnie is still there to kill her, and then the new because you get that scene where he where he says, "I need your clothes and your motorcycle." Motorcycle, and then the Pops says, you won't need your clothes. And then he, like, dis- they destroy him or whatever. So why would he still be there if, like, why would Skynet send him? But it's interesting. Like, it's another yeah. reason is, is time travel and stuff. I liked, oh, the other thing I liked about it was the de- de- detective O'Brien knowing, the re- re- seeing them in the, in 1984 and then it like really getting to him for like 20 yeah. years 30 years or whatever it is and then him like when they finally turn up in 2017 that's like it proves him right and stuff and he's not yeah. a crackpot and it, they intimate that he's got like drink problems and stuff which is because of what happened to him and I like that I thought that was a good yeah. blue line to add an extra character to it like in Independence Day, when they all think he's crazy with the aliens and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. And when they turn out, like, oh no, he isn't crazy. Um, and then they've got fifth question: How could Skynet survive the explosive finale? Well, it was buried like deep, deep underground, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and obviously, it says like, how would it know how to, um, like, what to do? Because it's just a computer, but it's like a really advanced AI, it's, which ends up killing yeah, the human race, isn't it? So I mean, yeah, it's it's quite it's like it's not military spec. Is it's, it's above military spec? Is yeah, what's, um, yeah. And the final question is: How is John Connor still alive if Sarah and Kyle didn't uh, get together in 1984? Um, hmm. Which I guess is interesting, yeah. but. But then at the end of the film, they get together anyway. So it's kind of, yeah. They just because they, you know, he could be a couple of months younger or older. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's still there, isn't it? So it's not, a, it's not a massive. It's not like Kyle died before they. No. 
she got pregnant sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's not... I wouldn't... That's, that's not, not like a massive question, is it? No. Um, okay, so let's move on to the main event. Um, Terminator Dark Fate. What did you think of it overall, mate? It was all right. Like, I hope this isn't isn't the end. Sorry, mate. Sorry to interrupt you. The the other thing about Terminator Genesis, and the more I talk about it, the more I'm realizing how much I actually really liked it, was that the Sarah Connor that they got to play, Sarah, because the original actress wasn't there, I thought she was very good, and she looked like her, which made a big difference. It Uh, does, yeah. Sorry. Like... I like the new one, and I hope they make more. But like, I don't know. Like, it's weird, isn't it? It's all right. It's not my. It's not my favorite. Would right. you have rather they did what they did in like a soft reboot based after Judgment Day? Yes. Or would you have rather they had done uh, like a Genesis two? Go with Genesis 2 or maybe just a soft reboot. Because like, after Judgment Day... This was kind of a ju- soft reboot, really, wasn't it? They, yeah, kind of, like, they got rid of all the other films and just went back to the originals. Yeah. It was just... It, you just it, did we, like, it was like that. Did we really need this film? I'm not sure. Yeah, well, you could say that about many films, couldn't you? I suppose. Yeah. But like... Um, one thing which really pissed me off straight away was that they killed Edward Furlong straight away. Straight they off. Brought, him, brought him back, de-aged him, and then shot him. I was yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? It's because he's a loose cannon, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's like a child. He was a child actor, and he, they're, they're all a bit... To, you can't trust yeah. them, can you? Like, just that they they all, at some point, had issues with partying, shall we say. Um, and so I can kind of get that, but I just thought they could have done a little bit more. A little with more with him. Just even if they'd had him as an adult, have him do some funny scenes or some, like, have him, like, where, I don't know, have him, like, re-recognise, have him as, like, a, a, a teenager recognise Arnie and be like, oh, you know, great. Yeah. You're here, amazing, wicked, lovely. Because he was upset that he died in yeah. Terminator 2. And then yeah. just like have him shoot him in the face or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that would have been more entertaining That's to me not, yeah, than killing him as a kid. Yeah. It's, it's like, plus, oh, thanks. Yeah, and plus, apart from the, the Edward Furlong side of it and bringing him back just for that, to de-age him and kill him, was... I couldn't really get on board with Sarah coming around to yeah, like him because he killed your kid. So I don't care like if he's saving it, the world. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that it's your kid. Like mm. it, You ain't forgiving. And it's not like he did it by accident where so you, no. might, you may grow to forgive him. He shot him in the head or whatever. So it's like, come yeah, on. That's, that's just cold. Yeah. And I think like... And through having kids... I'm like, I'd never forgive that person. Yeah, I could kind of understand it if like it was like an accident or something. And maybe like 20 years down the line, you kind of come to terms with it a bit and forgive the person. But like with that, you know. No. Plus, you know, when you add in the fact that they, she's been at war with Terminators for pretty much the last 30 years, do you know what I mean? For her to yeah. completely do a 180 
and like forgive him and I don't know. I know she didn't forgive him and she never said, I forgive you. They never really got, like they were never friends, but she was enough that she like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed a bit cosy, didn't it? Yeah. By the end, they were quite cosy. Yeah. When they, she called him by his name, didn't she? Uh, Carl. Yeah, it was like... She said Carl, even though she said she wouldn't. But then she was trying to save the girl and... Yeah. But it's still like she, kids just you doing. <laughs> yeah, I thought. Like, I suppose. I suppose though. That's why we don't make movies because we make a bit more realistic. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think when the way I look at this one was, I thought Arnie was back to form as yeah. the Terminators. I thought he was really good. Uh, I thought he was pretty good as Pops, but he was back to proper Terminator in this. Um, I thought. Having the real Sarah Connor was a real bonus because I thought she was yeah. amazing. Um, I thought Danny was really good, the actress who played her. Um, I thought she was she showed some good promise if they do make some more um, for like a different character to John Connor. Uh, the Grace character, I wasn't so much. I thought she was a bit. I thought the yeah. acting acting was a little bit robotic, which people would probably say or. Oh, She's played a robot, so yeah. But, but I didn't know. I didn't think it was great. Just acting in her job. Yeah. Um, Gabriel Luna as the Terminator was incredible. I'd have him back. Yeah. But he was really good. Although I didn't think they gave him enough, uh, enough lines. Like one of the, the the good things about the original films is. The, like the quippy one-liners and stuff, which not just Arnold has, but the other Terminators like, have. They're quotable films, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Like, they're all quotable films. And but it wasn't just Arnold, was it? It was like no, the, other, the other Terminators had, like Robert Patrick had good lines and and uh, Kyle Reese, the original Kyle Reese had good lines. And I felt like they didn't do that enough with Gabe, Gabriel Luna, um, who obviously plays Ghost Rider as well. Yeah, um, yeah, but no. it was good. It's a good film. It's not it's amazing. Okay. No, it's 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 one of them ones that you throw on every now and again. Yeah, like an action film. Good, yeah, good one to watch when you come home from the pub. I'd say if you like, I've seen this to the boys in work because they're all big Terminator fans. Um, with this one, if you started at that one. You wouldn't. I. I don't think I go back and watch the others. If if that makes sense. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, but then, if you watch Terminator One, Terminator Two, then this as a trilogy, I think that would be quite the, good. They they fine then. Be really really good. But for me, like Terminator Terminator Genesis, best film ever. Now. <laughs> You're gonna watch it again now, aren't you? I am gonna watch it again now before yeah. I go to bed. Best film ever. Um, and I'm gonna start a petition. So I expect you all to sign it. I will sign it. Sign my petition to get the questions answered. Who sent Pops? <laughs> and if anyone's read the comics, tell me. Who sent Pops? I want to know. Oh, if I, do I? I'm going to make my mission. To, I want to go to the comic book shop next time. I'll find the comics you sign it. Well, mate, I've, I've Googled it to try and find out like, if someone's put on, like, oh, you know, who sent him, and if they reveal, which makes me think they didn't reveal it in the comics. But it says and all the stuff I've read today, that that was the first of three, 
films. They cancelled the films, but they did bring out comics to tell the story. So if you're going to tell the story, one of the main plot points was who sent Pops. Is that they said that in it got to be in the comic in the interviews and that so it's got to be in the comic. But um, yeah, if they make any more, it's absolutely essential that they keep Danny, they keep the real Sarah Connor, and and, 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 and yeah, and and obviously Arnie's got to keep doing them. She was um, married to um, James Cameron as well. I didn't know that. What did you think about the fact that it was no longer a T something? It was the Rev Nine, because obviously it's no longer Skynet. It was just re. It's don't like stuff that messages you. You like that's wrong. Yeah, it didn't I, feel I, right, I, I, did it? Yeah, I don't like stuff changing when you've known stuff for so long. You're like that's wrong. What are you doing? Well, the thing is, they've always been like the T eight hundred, T one thousand, T one hundred one. Isn't it? Come on. Don't, you don't just change it. Um, Stop changing stuff willy-nilly. That's it, bud. So, what are we going to review on the next episode, mate? Ooh. The Irishman. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, Irishman, and I'm going to see Star Wars. I don't know if you... You probably won't see Star Wars. Won't I'll tell you that. what. I'll tell you what, mate. As a little Christmas treat for you, I'll watch all the Star Wars. All right, then. And then um, we'll review the new Star Wars. But when's it out? It's out on... Wednesday evenings of that Thursday, so I'm going. To, I'm going at midnight Wednesday, so because I'm a I'm a nerd. So I'm trying to think when we're likely to record this now. Is it'll be after Christmas? It's not going to be it? in it. Yeah, it's not going to be till the end of December at least, is it? So, go yeah. January. Yeah. So we'll do. Tell you what, we'll do what we did with the Terminator films. Review we'll, all of them. Yeah, and we'll we'll have a little. I, run. I tell you what, to, to do you. To, to do you a good one as well. We won't review the Phantom Menace because it's rubbish, or the Clone Wars. Or the, the Clone okay, well, we'll miss out. We'll miss out those the three from our team. The prequels, yes, yes. because I don't like prequels anyway. Yeah, so we'll do the three original ones and then all the new ones, um, and we'll talk a bit about the Irishman and because um, that's any, a brilliant any, film. Yeah, and um, any Marvel news. Oh, Jumanji! About. Oh, I can't. Yeah, we'll do Jumanji too. Right. Okay, we might have to. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Go we'll just do because we'll, we'll have had like a, a bit of time off from doing a show. We'll do a longer one. We'll um and we'll do we'll talk original Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so original Star Wars, the newest Star Wars, the Irishman, the Irishman, and Jumanji. A lot of films. <laughs> yeah, it would be like a two-hour show, but. <laughs> I tell you what we'll do then. I tell because because I want to talk about Jumanji. We won't re- we won't talk about the original, original original Star Wars. We'll, we'll just, just do the we'll just the do sequels. all the new ones which I haven't seen yet. But so like, there, there we are. Um, so it's like Force Awakens, the... Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, and the Mandalorian, and the Mandalorian. But we'll just talk about that loosely. Yeah. Not to spoil it for everyone. Yeah, well, by, by the time it might be finished by then, I'll be then people, yeah, right, we can't talk about The Mandalorian because people complain. it's not until yeah. the first of March. Because I got some people moaning when I talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because ah. it wasn't out in the UK and I forget. Um, so all the new Star Wars and then we'll talk Jumanji 3 and we'll talk The Irishman and any Marvel news next time out. James, tell the people where they can find you on the social media. I am at Jamal Cardiff 2011 on the Twitter. Sweet. Guys, you can follow me at 
acecast underscore nation, facebook.com slash acecast nation. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash acepodcastnation. That's the best way to support us. We have podcasts on bloody everything. We have three, <laughs> three new shows a week. We've got loads of really cool guests. Just recently, we've had UFC fighter Brett Johns. I um, did a couple of shows with another UFC fighter, a Bellator fighter. I've had Johnny Owen, the actor, on. We've had Shed Seven, lead singer Rick Witter on. The list is endless. So get involved. Let us know who you'd like us to have on the show. And uh, if you like football, check out the weekly show every Wednesday with myself and Andy Campbell. See you soon. Jamie, thank you for your time, buddy. Thank you, Simon. Always a, a laugh. Always a pleasure. You, Always we, make me smile, mate. And one time, we won't go off on Marvel fucking directions. Nah, what's the point in that? <laughs> what's the point in that? We've got to do Marvel. Everyone loves Marvel. Yeah, they do that. They do that. Nah, that's why I've made all my podcasts. They just go off on random tangents as we talk about stuff. Every time, though, over our site. Yes, that's fine. That's what they're this conversations, mate. Conversations conversations with the Welshmans. Yes. Right. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Thank people. You. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Later. Bye. Network.